Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. If you're a non-traditional student, go check out the Old Premeds podcast over at oldpremeds.org. This is the MCAT podcast, session number 17. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. All right, we're going to jump right in and talk about more prereq information. Last week, we talked a little bit about it, and this week, we're going to talk a little bit more. So last week, we talked about sociology and I had mentioned, Brian, in, in last week's episode that we talked about prereqs as a whole back in session nine, which again, if you haven't listened to that, the mcatpodcast.com slash nine last week's, um, you can go check that out as well. But there's this idea of hidden prereqs. What else out there maybe does the AAMC want me to take that they're not telling me or what else is out there that I could be taking that will make me a better MCAT test taker? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, Ryan, th there's broadly speaking two categories there. So there's the, the sciences and then everything else. So we all know about what the AMC says the science requirements are, you know, a year of bio, chem, orgo, physics, and so on. Um, but when it comes to the sciences, two courses that I tell everybody, everybody that they should take before they go take the MCAT are a medium or upper level cell bio course and a mid or upper level molecular genetics course. Because these days, all the biology on the MCAT is the biology of the small, right? You're not going to get a question about a whole ecosystem. And very often, you don't even get questions about whole organisms, Instead, you're getting questions about cellular pathways, about um, molecular level stuff that dials all the way down into biochemistry. And so when it comes to what science course can I take to help me get ready for the MCAT, students often erroneously think, oh, I should take, you know, A&P, anatomy and physiology, or even just a separate physiology course. That's not bad. I mean, sure, physiology is on the test. But when it comes to absolutely essential courses, it's the cell level and down. So upper-level cell bio, upper-level molecular genetics, very, very, very helpful on half the test. The other half of it, like I said, is the non-sciences, so the humanities. There's no official prerequisite that you take an English course or a history course or a philosophy course uh, to do well on the MCAT. But it's been my experience over you know, a decade and a half now, having worked with literally thousands and thousands of students for the MCAT, that one of the key differentiators for students who find the MCAT um, – uh, prep process and the test itself to be a little more manageable is how many humanities courses have they taken? So have you taken classes in English and history and philosophy and um, 
you know, just going beyond the sciences because those sorts of courses really build up the critical reading muscles that are going to help. Um, of course, with the, the, the cars section, the critical analysis and reasoning skills section, but just by building up those really good reading muscles in the brain that actually helps with the whole test. Because as I say over and over again about the MCAT, it's not a science test. It's a reading test that happens to be about science and courses that make you better readers are going to make you better test takers. All right. So there you go. So a couple more classes for you to throw into the mix. Hopefully you don't get too crazy trying to fix, uh, fit everything in into your crazy schedule before you have to apply and, and everything else that you are busy doing, but a lot of good suggestions there by Brian. If you got some good information out of this podcast today, I would hope you do one thing today. I'm not asking for a rating or review, which is very common in the podcasting world. I'm asking you to go share this with your pre-med advisor or or biology advisor, or chemistry advisor, whoever's advising you on your journey. Let them know about the MCAT podcast and everything we do here, and hopefully um, they find some use in sharing it with other students as well. All right, and don't forget to check out everything that the Next Step Test Prep has to offer. Next Step Test Prep has been tutoring students successfully to take the MCAT for many years now, and they just came out with their own course. Typically, they've been doing one-on-one tutoring. Now they actually have a whole online course for you to take that includes sessions with like office hours with the Next Step tutors. Go check it out. It's uh, highly affordable compared to the other test prep company courses out there. Go check them out. Next Step Test Prep. Use the promo code MCATPOD. That's M-C-A-T-P-O-D, all capital letters, and save some money on the course on their their MCAT uh, full-length practice tests and everything else they have to offer. Again, that's MCATPOD, all capital letters, M-C-A-T-P-O-D. I hope you got some good information out of the podcast today. Join us next week as we talk about some nuts and bolts about the test day and actually how to use scratch paper. Sounds like a, a boring topic, but I promise you'll learn something interesting. I look forward to talking to you again next week here at the MCAT Podcast. Oh,